dun 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 Welcome to Under the Plum Bob. We are Team Llama, and we are here to discuss genetics in the Sims games. Sims 1, Sims 2, Sims 3, and Sims 4. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Melissa. Welcome to the Foxbury Institute Science Fair 2020. Listen, I was thinking about it, and Llama has taken you to class a couple of times. We have our history stuff with our lore episodes. Mm-hmm. We had, like, computer class with our MC Command Center episodes. So it's time for some some science class now. Under the Plumbob University. What's our the home of the fighting? <laughs> home of the screaming? Take some salt Army. with your knowledge. Put some no- mm. salt on that knowledge. No. That's right. We'll learn you, but it's going to be sassy. We're going to be sassy about it. these deep cuts don't hurt. I don't know. No, this is so cool. Caitlin basically wrote up an entire report, and I'm here. I'm ready. I'm excited. I have really fond memories of playing The Sims one installment in particular. I would hope you will host a podcast about Sims. I hope you would enjoy the game sometimes. Well, I mean, in particular, yes. <laughs> but in particular, I, I really fondly remember, um, I won't name which installment yet, but playing genetics and, and trying to, you know, make realistic descendants and, you know, family family ties. There's one shining, shining star when it comes to genetics in The Sims games, and the rest are um, disappointments when it comes to a large bracket of all of Today, them. we will prove <laughs> that Sims 2, once again, reigns supreme. Superior game. Uh, if, the graphics, if the graphics could be Sims 4 graphics, I would not play any other game. Hell That's, yeah. My computer Facts. didn't get mad. So genetics in The Sims games throughout all of it like the first game i don't no shade to the first sims game they didn't the point of it was not to your sims lived forever they never died you could make out and have a child so good times it's not (laughs) the point of it all wasn't like oh look at all the generations the point was like look you can live and buy a house isn't that neat and you went yes it is thank you sims so there's no thank you for this very accurate life simulation Oh, I'm going to be a witch now. Thanks. Enter Broomhilda. <laughs> For realistic. But there's Close no enough. genetics. There's no genetics in Sims 1. They didn't. It's not what the game was about. They didn't plan for it. So when a kid grew up and so when you're, you had your, your two, your two Sims made out enough and then the option came up like, do you want a baby? And you went, sure. And then it was a baby and then it was a child And then when it grew into an adult, it just got a random body type and a randomly selected head. And there you went. That was was how that was determined. How long did it take for, you know, it to go from like making out to we're having a baby to we have a 
baby question mark to we have a child in Sims 1. I don't think your Sim was ever actually pregnant in Sims 1. I think the the question popped up and then a baby appeared. And you, so and like that's my question like for how long? <laughs> like how long was just like a random baby object in your Sims house? I think it was up to you. I don't remember. Oh, I played Sims 1 in secret when I wasn't supposed to. And I couldn't save it <laughs> because it was my sister's game. And she wasn't supposed to know I was playing. But I'm pretty sure everybody knew I was playing because I was nine and probably not sneaky. <laughs> so I, I don't remember how long it took. I think it was a choice. I think it was an active choice to grow them up. If anyone is uh, familiar and remembers fondly their their Sims One memories, um, write into us. We we want to hear your what just happens uh, Sims One Baby Edition and Sims One Child Edition. It does feel like ev- everyone's stories from Sims One because we were all much younger was this feels dirty. I'm not sure I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> This it's all like a weird fever dream. <laughs> it seems more adult than I'm prepared for, so I'm just going to look over my shoulder while I make <laughs> my Sims fool around on the bed, which seems dirtier than just having them woohoo somehow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's so good. All right, yeah. I know I remember and and the create a sim options back in those days were quite uh minimal you could be like girl with blue crop top or man with green sweater and like four other options or long yeah. hair mm-hmm. those are your options is it up or is it down I don't know. is it black yellow or brown <laughs> and i don't even remember the skin tone options probably just also from, minimal. Judging from EA's <laughs> current status, probably not great. So Yeah, not great. But that's okay, because after Sims 1, we got a whole new world with The Sims 2. And that, sure for me, is kind of where the whole making, making genetics happen generation to generation when that really came to life. Sims 2 was all about the fact, I don't know if you watched any of those, the trailers... Have you ever have you recently watched any of the trailers? The Sims, the Sims 2 trailers? 2? Yeah. I so like the opening trailer is burned into my brain because I didn't know you could skip that cutscene for eons oh, and I just no. let it play every time I open the game. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. That's when dun, I would dun, go dun, get a dun, drink dun, or dun. a snack. Oh yeah. Or for I sure. would do the homework I was actually supposed to be doing because then it right. would load. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to wait for it to load. So that could be uh-huh. 20 minutes. So sure. Easy. I'm going to go to the bathroom or something. Right. I'm going to just be right back. Make but a sandwich. The initial like trailers on TV trailers was the whole like all, they're always misleading game trailers. They're always going to show stuff that you can't do. But this it was pretty much like you can have your sim. Your sim can be a person of interest your sim can then have children and then they'll leave and then your children can have children and look at the family like it was all about the fact of look you can have an ongoing that's the feature of this game like sims 3 had open world sims 4 i guess has emotions 
Is that its thing? <laughs> I think I that's guess. its thing. Sims 2 was about the fact, look, genetics. Look, you can have, like, you can have your grandparents. Look, you have your grandmother's eyes. Isn't that nice? Because they had all the genetics. It, I think it was because it really introduced the idea of, like, legacy storytelling. Whereas mm-hmm. the first Sims was, like, place them in a, you know, in a diorama and watch them go. Like, this is ant farm status. Now we're looking at, you know how does if you keep playing how does cassandra's life play out what is her lineage like you didn't die of old age in sims 1 you right. your, your sim just lived forever and now in sims yep. starting with sims 2 uh, eventually your sim will die unless you turn mm-hmm. aging off but the point of it was your sim will get old and your sim will die so your life you need to fit everything you need to do before they die <laughs> mhm so we are Going to get a little a little seventh grade science science sciencey in I'm here ready. because they used actual in big big real life terms recessive genes and dominant genes are very like broad strokes and sure. since they were taken very seriously so you got a recessive you got a, a visible gene which was that became the dominant gene and you had the recessive gene because each parent would give you. I started off confusing. How do genes work in <laughs> in humans, Caitlin? Oh no! Let's just start with Sims in the Sims stuff. Let's go. Back. That works. Let me. <laughs> so, like, this is gonna get complicated, and I don't. Okay, for in the Sims, for eye color, hair color, skin tone, each parent has two genes, and when their baby's genetics is determined, each parent gives a randomly determined gene for eye color, hair color, and skin tone. So they'll each give one of their two genes to their baby. Uh, The game considers, and some of them are going to be dominant, so those would be most likely to, so brown eyes were considered dominant. So if your sim had brown eyes, your baby was most likely going to have brown eyes. Right. Because dominant. And that's, I mean, true in real life, no? Yes, it is. Uh, But there were also recessive genes, and recessive genes were the secondary gene that the sim had that wasn't visible. Uh, Recessive genes, some genes were more more likely to be recessive than others. I think gray eyes were the most recessive thing in the Mm -hmm. game. All other eye colors were above that. Right. Uh, So if you want eye color, brown was the most dominant, then dark blue green, light blue, and then gray. And eye dominance is on a scale from 0 to 4. So brown is a 1 when gray is a 4. Right. This is, I mean, this was how I learned about genetic. Like, this was, like, I came into science class for that unit. Like, don't worry, I play The Sims. I know how this works. I think I was learning this when I got this game. So I was like, Oh, I could see the application here because my sim had a grandparent with blue eyes, but they had right. brown eyes, but their child came out with blue eyes because they they carried that gene through them through their generation. Yeah. And it just so happened their parent, their, their fellow parent also had the recessive gene of blue eyes, so it papa. Blue eyes. Papa. Yeah, I I want to say 
because this was the first game in The Sims to to really have that like family tree aspect. Like mm-hmm. you could go back into your ancestors in The Sims and find out like where all of those consistencies came from. Um, like if you go on The Sims wiki right now, it's probably super easy to to go back and trace um, like the Goths legacy or um, what's another good one? Oh, Olive and Ophelia specter um uh, the, the pleasant family also there was a uh, pleasant family yep they had two uh different families in the sim bin you could get the adopted sister and you could get the pa- the daniel pleasant's grandparents right in the sim bin mm-hmm. i think that that was like and we might have mentioned this in the um in our pleasant episode um there might be some dispute as to like why the twins look the way they do are they actually mary sue's who's to say oh i do i do remember why it's because they changed mary sue's face up right after the fact and they just didn't adjust the twins faces <laughs> after or, they did it or they're or, or they're not actually daniel pleasant's children or they're yeah, because he's a cheating bastard and we don't like him so but anyway, found, check out our him. episode on the Pleasants. <laughs> but they found a, he found she found another guy with red hair and green eyes because she has black hair and brown eyes. So she must True. have a red hair and green eyed recessive gene. Oh, otherwise, oh, that's right. Possible. Sorry, I'm a dumbass. Um, it wouldn't matter if the father cheated. The babies <laughs> have to come out of the mom. It's fine. I'm just really, really dumb. Um, <laughs> Look, it's a Sunday. I've I've had a week. It's all good. Let's just let's just move right along. Tell me more about dominant and recessive genes. I really hope I'm not being confusing. This was like I really wanted to do this topic, but I was like, I feel like I'm just gonna confuse people because this is actually mildly based on science, and I might lose some people during this topic. You're uh, doing great, sweetie. Keep it going. Panic. But hair color, black and brown were the two two dominant were two considered dominant hair colors, while blonde and red were considered recessive. Uh, if a baby gets a dominant and recessive gene for hair or eye color, the dominant will be the trait that's visible. So, say like you you have a dad with black hair and the mom has brown hair, it's possible the kid the kid might come out with brown hair but still carry that black hair trait as their secondary trait that they just carry with them Hmm. if that makes sense just so like there won't always be like a hidden super recessive gene but they'll always have a secondary gene uh and the same with recessive if they get say the parent comes out with uh light blue and gray and the kid comes out with gray eyes they still might have that nope not not gray gray's a bad example but if a kid comes out with green or light blue eyes, it could be that they carry that light blue eye trait, but green just was the more dominant recessive gene. Right. Gray's, gray doesn't count because gray is the least recessive. You need both grays. Mm-hmm. Gray's a four. I always wanted gray-eyed children because I knew how hard it was to get the gray eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do. Well, and this was built in as sort of like an extra challenge, a mm-hmm. somewhat 
non-PC challenge if you I mean yeah. I don't know it depends on how you look at it um I think that when I played Sims 2 I was I mean I was always trying to get the prettiest child obviously yes. um whatever that means to you um but in real life I think gray and green eyes are recessive mm-hmm. it's uncommon um but like who knows that's I don't know. I, I feel like <laughs> no. I don't want to say that. Who knows? Science knows. Science. Is, I'm not doubting science. I don't know. I feel like join me in my worry of being too complicated. Join me down here. <laughs> Look, Google Punnett squares, and that's what we're trying to express right now. And yeah. Sims has a very, very strict uh, Punnett square formula. <laughs> right. But also, like, maybe not completely accurate to science? No. Because, like, you can... Because also, I don't know how far the recessive gene can carry. I'm sure there's a way to track it. But I know... And, like, some stuff in The Sims game... Real life, red hair is a weird recessive but dominant trait. I have... Mm -hmm. No one in my direct family has red hair. Until my nieces and nephews were born. And four out of six have red hair why we don't know but we we have distant cousins who have red hair but that red hair gene has just stuck around in our genetic code and it's just there yeah we are of irish descent and my sister's the only one with red hair um until i try to go to the salon and (laughs) i show them pictures of my sister and i go do this this is her natural color they're like oh my god that's her natural color i'm like like, yeah make it happen (laughs) Make it so. And then people look at me and go, oh my god, is that your natural color? And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> but it could have been. No. But maybe. For like how weird genetics can be. So I have a twin sister. Mm-hmm. I have brown hair and brown eyes. My twin sister has blonde hair and blue eyes. So fraternal twins? Yeah, we're pretty Am fraternal. I getting that word right? Okay. If you stick a... That was the first, like scientific lear- word that I learned as a child. Well, yeah. that's It's all about you. Or that I have two half-siblings. I look a lot like my, my brother looks like me. My older half-sister has the also has blonde hair and blue eyes. But my half-brother looks has, he looks a lot like me. Just weird. Genetics are funny. They are funny. And if you were playing The Sims 2 back in seventh grade with us, you were probably like, hey, I know all about this. Punnett Squares. What's the guy, the, the monk's name? He's a monk? Gregor? Hold on. I gotta find it. What's his name? Reginald C. Punnett. No, it was a monk. <laughs> there was a guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. Monk. Genetic. Gregor Mendel. Nope. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Gregor Mendel. He was an Austrian friar. And he was just this, he was just this little guy. Was he the guy to grow the peas? Oh yeah. He's the plant guy. He wanted to grow his peas and make them different colors. Um, This is very (laughs) telling of the fact that I did not really move past biology in a real meaningful way past the story of the pea man. So um, if you're, if you're here for 
science facts, please go elsewhere because that's <laughs> we should not be the ones giving you any sort of teachings of that nature. But uh, so I will. Give, how about we give an example, like a straight up okay. example that I actually wrote down. In, instead of me trying to come up with a spot, I made the script. I don't know why I decided to make stuff up when I wrote down an actual like genetic option. Do so, your thing, girl. For example, if a child was born with one parent that has brown eyes but has the gray eyes recessive gene, and then they marry some, they, they don't have to marry, but they have a child with out of wedlock, the scandal, they have a, a <laughs> child with somebody who just has gray eyes. We can use a Punnett square to figure out what kind of what kit what kind of eyes their their kid is gonna have. So and pretty much boils down to fifty percent chance with brown eyes, fifty percent chance gray eyes because they the gray is the total option here. It would get more complicated if there was like blue, green. It'd be more likely just brown eyes takes the cake. Right. Because brown eyes, brown eyes. So that's how complex just the eye and skin the hair color are like that's how and there's different levels and science so write down punnett square p guy p e a uh, <laughs> <Gregor> <laughs> it's true he's out there he is out there just he just wanted plants that's all that he wanted the skin tones were a bit easier because there were only four skin tones in Sims 2. Uh, yeah. And they had each had their own 25% chance of being an option. Uh, hmm. So, yeah. So they all have the 25% chance to be the visible gene. And the other one that doesn't get picked will be the recessive gene and not visible. Uh, the game itself doesn't treat any in-game skin tone any differently than the others. So there's only four, but they're equal. So there's that, I suppose. R correct me with, if I'm wrong, and I feel like if this comes out super non-PC, we can fully cut it. But was there a way to, like, I kind of remember if you would make babies with someone of a really dark skin tone and then a really light skin tone. Let's say Lilith Pleasant and Dirk Dreamer, Dirk Dreamer right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would their babies be either her skin tone or his skin tone, or would they kind of meet in the middle? Because there were those only those four. So would their offspring have either of theirs or like kind of split the difference? I don't so, remember how this worked. Sims Wiki said that it'll just pick one or the other. I could have sworn that sometimes they blended to meet in the middle. Yeah. But Sims Wiki said, no, they'll just pick one or like it's one, one or the others. They won't, if it wasn't hmm. in the, the code, then it won't show up. So it won't just make, okay, we'll, we'll meet in the, we'll meet in the middle. Sims right. 2 won't do that. It'll pick one or the other. It could be, they could also end up with, uh, the grandparents' skin tone, if it works out that way, because they all have an equal chance sure. in okay. the baby. Especially with the that skin makes tone. Sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, we solved that mystery, everybody. Good work. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hair, complicated. Skin tone, not so much. Question mark? All right. Well, well that's all well and good. But what about aliens? They're different because aliens. Uh, the skin tones... 
So when the skin tones are picked, they pick one to four, and alien skin tone is obviously not one of the options for there. Uh-huh. So alien skin tones are outside of that, so it's going to be generally treated as dominant, but only if one of the parents has both recessive and dominant genes in alien skin tone. That's the only way it gets treated dominant. Okay, so what's an example of that? So I mean, any sim that comes down, that gets abducted and comes down, the kid is most likely going to come out green, <laughs> more than not. Okay. Uh, but their children, probably, because it's taken from Pollination not 10? Pollination Tech 9? Question mark? Because... That's their dad, and that's their <laughs> their mother, I guess. And then the dad is the human, right? Uh, they won't have both dominant and recessive genes be alien skin tone. So the bait, the child might come out with a human skin tone, because mm-hmm. not the recessive and dominant genes were not both alien. But the that alien's baby will still carry that green skin. So there's still a chance of coming out with the green grandbaby. True. So let's, for a practical example, I'm going to look up really quick. Um, we're looking at the family of the, That's guess... going to be different because they're Maxis made. Those oh, made. okay. Any pre-made sim, for the most part, in the game is going to have both the dominant and recessive genes be their dominant and recessive genes that they... Whatever they're showing, that's what their dominant recessive genes are, except for those townies that dyed their hair, because they were definitely townies that dyed their hair. For sure. But if, like, so the Lilith girls, they have red hair, both both of their two genes that they're going to be giving away when they have a baby, going to be red hair, green eyes. Right. So if Lilith and Dirk had a baby, most likely his black hair with... Her green eyes is the most, that would be the most common mix. Black hair, green eyes for Dirk and Lilith. So back to the alien piece, because I think um, there were also the alien eyes, right? Yes. And it didn't, seems like you didn't explain the, no, like the nose and the eye, like that can also the facial features are their own. They kind of just smush together. So they can pass down, pass it down, but it doesn't say if one feature is more dominant than the other because of how all over the place the features can be. Yeah, I think that's, that's the, the splitting the difference. So, like, for example, Polynesian Tech 9's nose is, like, Voldemort-sized. Mm-hmm. Um, and his children's noses are not that bad because Jenny Smith is very pretty. Um, mm-hmm. His children, Johnny and Jill, actually have kind of big noses, honestly. Um, because they were probably not, they were Max's made. They weren't, I bet money they didn't produce that. Like they weren't like, okay, have a baby in game. I bet they made them individually and then stuck them in. So I'm on Johnny Smith's wiki. Uh, on the fandom uh and it says johnny is the only son of polynesian tech nine smith um and jenny smith uh 
her maiden name is Curious. Um, he has a younger sister, Jill Smith. That's the little blonde girl with the pigtails. He also has two older sisters, Lola and Chloe Singles. From his father's pollinating days, the twins were born to Johnny's grandfather, Glarn Curious, after an alien abduction. Go to our Strange Town episode. We kind of talk about the the inner workings of a little bit of alien abduction and kind of like the Smith family. Um because there's all these like tangled webs of interfamily relationships between the Curiouses, the Smiths, pretty much everyone in Strange Town is related in some way. So definitely check out our Strange Town episode. And if you feel we haven't really scratched the surface there, um, we can definitely do some more Strange Town content. I'm always ready for more Strange Town content. But basically, yeah, it, I mean, the the aliens are a good example of weird genetics and kind of how sometimes they break the rules yeah and they did break the rules because technically i don't think because johnny has green skin i don't but jill doesn't yeah given the rules as explained technically he would be less likely to come out with the green skin right but it's still possible it's always possible possible. but it's less likely right oh the smiths sorry to take off track Are we into the custom content section or is there anything more to discuss about skin tone, eyes, etc.? Well, because aliens and custom content, they kind of had similar practicalities with them because the original game came out and I think the original game didn't have aliens? No, they did. No, they did because Strange Town was a base game. So with aliens, they built in an exception to the rule with uh, with ex- outside of their general this is how genetics are going to work and then they made an exception to the rule for aliens because they had to work around that system custom right. content follows the rule of the alien rule so technically custom content skin tone will be considered dominant custom content hmm. and there's like oh, there's a reason for it uh, they have additional effects and genetics as well to go in in there. So custom content hair. Uh, so you could, when you did custom content in Sims 2, you could, it was called bind, but it was something along the lines of you would label it as one of the Maxis colors, black, brown, mm-hmm. blonde, or red. And it would be kind of put into the general... Uh, coding as this is a red hair this is a black hair if you didn't label it as one of those colors it would behave uh, like Maxis like its own separate color technically Mm -hmm. so if your sim was had like I really wanted curly hair in my game because I have straight hair and I don't (laughs) want my sims to have curly hair so I wanted curly hair so if I download curly hair and it's not it's, it's considered custom content if my sim had a similar I had a girl with curly hair, and she had a she had a girl, so it has to match. Uh, your sim got the same. I keep wanting to say genetic. What is the word? Gene. No, it's gender. If your sim is the same gender, oh my god! So your sim. So say your. I wanted my sim to have curly hair, and so I got. I downloaded a pretty curly hair for my girl sim. And then she goes off and she has a baby and the baby is also a girl. So it matches gender. That sim, if the dominant curly hair goes to that child, that sim will actually come out with the custom content hair 
as soon as they're able to have hair. So the toddler will have that custom content hair on her. Cute. Because that is its own separate hair color to the Sims code line. Right. So that goes immediately to that Sim. So you have the ability to basically change the metadata of custom content um, Mm -hmm. when you put it in your game to kind of say, hey, heads up game, this should behave like this. Um, And if you didn't, it would kind of be a little bit funky, but I kind of remember this. I didn't do a ton of CC in Sims 2. I barely started dabbling in it once 3 came out, and I changed over to that. Um, But it's it's interesting that that's available to do and possible to do in two and it's not in four i'm sure we'll get to that but i just wanted to like state that as like things that make you go hmm i think it's because i don't think they expected custom content to blow up in sims 2 as much as it did i can't remember Mm -hmm. if in sims 1 mods and custom content were as big of a thing Definitely not. But it became huge with Sims 2. Sims 2, mm-hmm. I don't think they expect it. So I think it was, and the code was a little bit easier. So custom content creators could find a workaround and put it in put it in the game. And I think now with Sims 4, they've now just adapt, fully adapted that, okay, we're going to have custom content and it's easier to put into the melding of it. So they kind of did a workaround so they won't have it pass on like that. Right, but, like, shouldn't we be able to, like, I would love the ability to, like, say, and this is kind of off track from genetics, but, like, if I got a dress off of, um, you know, the the community or Tumblr or whatever, it's a cute little short dress, I want to be able to code that as a hot weather outfit, because I want my sim to wear it as a hot weather outfit, but in terms of, like, gameplay, it won't it won't think it's a, a hot weather outfit and the sim will be like sweating to death, but it's like, no, it's a cute little short dress just cause you don't think it is. It is. Am I making any sense? Yeah. I think, bec- I think they did it to simplify it and just like, this is all just custom content. This Well, I've had some of the, like I downloaded like the, somebody made that Harry Potter stuff pack. There's a fan made Harry Potter stuff mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. And like the scarves and stuff in there got added to the hot weather stuff. I thought. You mean cold weather? Cold, yeah, cold weather. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So I think you can. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I'm. I'd rather it be that I'm stupid and I don't know how to do it versus it's just not possible. Um, if any of y'all have some tips for me to better organize my cast closet, because I have dabbled, I have dabbled once again in the uh, the art of custom content, and by art I mean downloading a bunch of custom content from other people who are very talented and can make it and I can't um I want to keep that organized so if you got tips let me know you can also just remove all of the filters <laughs> yes which way. is usually what I do when I'm building cast creating a sim I could be wrong I think the scarf is the scarf is an accessory if we have a bunch of corrections to this episode I will be thrilled because this fascinates me to no end this whole topic of genetics in the sims we're on sims 2 by the way guys i'm not a hundred percent 
on up to date on how custom content works code wise in the game. So I'm not going to be surprised if I'm wrong. Because I don't use it 100% of the time. We're all going to learn together. We're so sorry. Help us learn more. We don't know. So the skin is treated exactly like the alien skin tone. Technically going to be dominant unless the whole, whatever, aliens are how the skin tone is it followed that path. So in creating the out for aliens, it kind of created an in for custom content creators. Uh, eyes, if you remember when I said talked about eyes genetically before, eyes are on a scale from zero to four, and zero's the most dominant, and brown eyes were a one. Here's where the zero comes in. Zero, custom content eyes come in at a zero. They are the most dominant. They will be dominant over everything else. <laughs> Other stuff is possible, but the eyes are going to be dominant. Okay, interesting. Uh, the facial features, so stuff can get passed down, but it's not as, this is dominant, this is recessive. They, I think they do just try to mesh the two parents together. Uh, a parent with large eyes can make a child with the same large eyes, but it's not guaranteed. Right. But facial features do not cancel each other out. So if you have a parent with the alien nose and you then you have a, another parent with a super large nose, they're not going to have a medium-nosed baby. They're going to have either that super small nose or that large nose. If those are the, if they might also get a grandparent's nose, but for them, they'll either get oh. one nose or the other. This is also how I know, like, they may they did not genetically make in game the Smith family because they don't have right. matching facial features. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, this, I have a question now about, uh, is this where the ugly to pretty challenge kind of first got legs? Yes. Back mm -hmm. in the old Sims 2 days. Yeah, you would definitely get that, that tiny little alien nose and like, or like a huge large nose. I believe it's also called the breed out the ugly challenge, which, yeah. you know, problematic to say the least with yeah. today's lens but um it was I think made the... for genetic like how long will it take to get this these just these giant features to go away right An, a test of the in-game genetics mechanic that i feel like one of the reasons it's not as popular anymore today is a because it's a little bit <laughs> rough um yeah. but two a and two <laughs> uh also it just the genetics don't work the same as they once did and it kind of makes it for a less exciting challenge i think yeah and i think we can cut this out this is getting too in inside baseball for our podcast but i think we were talking <laughs> about doing like challenges that we could do and that the breed out the ugly happened and me coming from Sims 2 brain space of like, I want to see how long it takes for me to get gray eyes again in the game, like blah, blah, blah. Like my mindset right. for Sims 2, I was like, I don't 100% find it that bad because we also murder our Sims on a daily basis and make cults. I mean, again, speak for yourself, but yes, I understand. <laughs> well, I I actually don't, but like we do a whole yeah, bunch. Yeah, I of, don't. Like, we do a whole bunch of like murder things, and that's fine. But this, I was like, there's different. It's levels. been worse. Yeah. Put it this way, it's been worse. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't find it that like mean spirited, but I'm also thinking of just 
the logistics of being like, this could be fun just to see how long it takes. I just want to know because my main yeah, rotational, my main rotational play in Sims 2 was mainly based on the, I wonder how long it would take to make everybody related to each other. That was why, how my rotational mm. play started. So I guess I'm coming fun. from that mindset for sure. the, for any kind of thing. It's like, it's just, it's not real people. We're just trying to see how it goes. Yeah, put it this way. Please don't come for us because we, like, we very clearly do not support, like, any sort of eugenics or no. ethnic cleansing in any way. No, and I always feel bad because I come from a weird, like, the genetics of Sims 2 is what interested me in it the most. And it comes off real bad, like, it in does. real life. <laughs> it does, especially when it's like, oh, we're we're trying for a certain you know, look or whatever. But I I think what really is interesting about it is kind of the fascination that people have today with like Ancestry.com and 23andMe. It's like, where, where do I come from? Where does this facial feature on my face come from? Why is it this way? You know, why are certain traits passed down and, and carried down? You know, and it's not just physical looks either in The Sims. I think we can this use this as a segue to go right. into like the traits that are passed down which is really interesting because in real life that's what um genetic testing is being used to determine mm-hmm. um i have a, a close friend who went through a really traumatic experience uh let's say trigger warning for about 30 seconds if you don't want to hear about um you know death of children or or oh. um anything related to that um but she had a, a stillborn child Aww. and they found out it was just like a really rare genetic fluke that they really couldn't have planned for. It, it wasn't something they could have you know, known beforehand, but they did all this genetic testing after the fact and had, you know, got some answers based on, you know, their heritage, had a beautiful baby boy the next year and he's fine and healthy and like the most perfect little smush face you've ever seen. Um, but there are things that genetic testing can do, I will say, and learning more about past traits and past medical conditions and passing along, you know, any anything to later generations. Um, learning more about that, I think, is what helps us solve for things that are potentially dangerous, things that are potentially harmful, um, and just ways to to keep the health of of everyone top of mind yeah like my like also super personal <laughs> this is a very personal episode of under the plum yeah. my mom had cancer and one of the first things she did was to make sure the genetic testing was this a ge- is this genetic will my three daughters get this also are they more likely to get cancer because i yeah. have it that was like the first test she did it's like, the the BRCA gene, right? Yes, which you did not have. Wow. So, but like well, that's, that's what good. genetic test. Have we redeemed ourselves? Do you like us again? We <laughs> we took a journey. It's true though, and like it. But like I think it's important to talk about like a not so great way to look at understanding genetics, and yeah. you know there are real world applications to it. Um, yes, just. Because yeah. and in game stuff, not not as serious and not as depressing. It was very. It's very interesting when you're watch when you can play multiple generations and be like, you got your mom, your 
your great grandmother's blue eyes because everybody else has got like yeah. dark blue and you ended up with light blue and we haven't so someone's been carrying that around for a long time before you finally got them and that's very like oh look at you you'll be my favorite until it comes out that i don't like what personality you get but until exactly then... <laughs> yeah should we talk about like the personality traits that get passed down in sims 2 yes so born in so if your sim is born in game and you didn't uh make them in cast uh they can have between 25 and 35 personality points and create a sim, you only get 25 points. So there's more options for sims born in-game. There's more of a reward if you're born in-game. Yeah, it was it was kind of a richer experience, which really, again, was the first time we ever had legacy gameplay encouraged. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it, this did so in a really interesting way. Yes. And... Point assignments for a child could come from the mother, it could also come, or the father, but it also could be completely random. So just in, like, real life, you're, say, like, you have two very grumpy parents, and their kid could also come out, like, with four nice points. Their sim could also come out with four nice points. That's not, like, maybe the firstborn comes out with four nice points, and then the second child comes out as, like, super nice for no good reason, which is also interesting for family stuff too because like you're like I this this person this you're exactly like you're exactly like our mom what are you doing like this is such a mom thing for you to do <laughs> I I'm gonna take it to a dark place again real quick but this goes to my <laughs> my fascination and I think you share this too of like serial killers and murder yeah. and kind of the origin of what makes a person's psychology set in stone or not mm-hmm. you know it's it's the nature versus nurture conversation um and i think you know it's something that's more easy to talk about with the extremes of a person you know like they came from you know a family of really nice people and then they were on a murder spree well no it has to do with you know people who were abused growing up tend to you know i, I for i personally believe that in order to possess the ability to murder multiple people, that it has to be a combination of nurture and nature. Because not everyone who has severe head trauma as a child goes out and kills people. Uh, not everybody who was abused as a child goes out and kills people. Um, but so sometimes. I think sometimes, sometimes that mixed with a little something, maybe genetic, maybe little brain imbalance. What's that guy? Yeah. The pull through his head and then his, he just drastically changed personality wise. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's like a famous case that I don't know enough detail to talk about, but even do, in my like, own we're, life, we're showing like, we know some stuff at surface level, but not enough to go in detail. We know like, I outside highly, science. <laughs> right. I highly, this is not a science podcast. Um, <laughs> If we were to recommend a science podcast, mine would be This Podcast Will Kill You. That is an excellent, excellent uh, yes. podcast about diseases. They're doing a lot of content about uh, coronavirus lately. That is fascinating. They were doing uh, quarantinis before it was cool, before it was they sure you were. had to. Uh, that was their sign-off. Yeah. And they also had the sign-off, Don't Wash Your Hands, from 2000. Or they had the sign-off, Wash Your Hands, since 2018. So... Yeah. So they were kind of doing this whole uh, being smart thing long ago, um, 
we are not doing the smart thing. We're we're kind of waxing poetic about what we think science is. So please, please educate yourself with true science facts. Or how uh, we're just si- kind of actual science can impact your gameplay, and it could actually lead to an interest in actual real life things. Yeah. I think the only like good grade I got in science class was involving genetics because I knew it before I came in. So I was like, oh, I'm, I got this. I'm, and we're back. And we're back. We're back. So I think we were, <laughs> I'm trying to think where we got off track. We were talking nice points. Nice points. Sorry, sorry to di- interrupt you on That's nice all points. Good. That's like, it's real, like real, like you can't have severe brain trauma in Sims 2. So that's out of the picture. But it is a good, like it's some like, sometimes you're just born with exactly like your parents and you, it's that whole realization you have as an adult. You're like, oh my God, I am my mom. I see Mm -hmm. it now. Oh my. Or you just, the black sheep of the family, the one person who's not like everybody else. It could go either way, and I do enjoy the fact that you could be exactly like your dad, or you could be your own person. It's all up to the randomness of the code. Unless you're a plant sim. If you're a plant sim in Sims 2, you will have the exact same personality points as your parent. Congratulations. But for some reason, a different zodiac sign. Hmm. Well, because plant sims are, are clones, no? Yes. And I didn't know this. You go from being a toddler ex- to a teenager immediately, or an adult, or something. One would say he grew like a weed. Ha, ha, ha! He just, he just sprouted up. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> That's enough of that. Move along. There um, wasn't. I this. There was an issue that could come up with genetics, and I actually mm-hmm. had this happen in my legacy when I was playing. <gasps> It turned into an ongoing joke, but it yes. was super annoying. It's called the firstborn effect. So sometimes a bug would happen with genetics in Sims 2 that the, the you would have your firstborn child and you'd be like, hello, we're blessed with this baby. Hooray. Then you would have your second baby <laughs> and the second baby would be an exact replica of your first child. Exact same genetics, exact same, like everything is the exact same. You only like, wanted one of these, right? <laughs> I wanted, <laughs> what's... We prepared exactly one child for you. <laughs> you can't have any more. And That's it, it. It happened in my legacy, and I was—I made an ongoing joke of it because this was the one where I was posting on Live Journal the thing. I just kept going like, nice. "Don't you want to be your own person? Be your own person. You don't have to be like <laughs> Bailey." And every time she literally grew up to a teenager with the exact same haircut as her sister did. Oh, like I was no. like, "You have to stop." <laughs> I feel like as a twin, that probably hit a little bit different for it you. Was no, very annoying. I was just like, be, <laughs> like, what are you doing? You don't have like you're born technically sim years apart from each other. Like, stop it. It's <sighs> weird. Very my sister's keeper, I must uh, say. It was annoying, and we just kept having her the joke, the, the ongoing joke that I had her doing, which is like, well, I did this and this. And you're like, you mean exactly what I did yesterday? That's what I did yet. You're like, yeah, and then I did it again. You're like, oh, Jesus. 14-year-old humor. Uh, So this would happen because the randomizer that affects sim genetics would start at the same time the game is started. So if you always started at, like, a certain time of day, like, you would, like, I I would save my game at 6 p.m. And then you would start your game up at 6 p.m. It would... In sim time, right? 
Yes. And that's what you would do because you were doing the rotational play. Mm. Well, no, this is for my leg for, for my legacy. It would happen. Oh, too. Oh, I see. But I'd be like, I'm going to save at eight and then go away. Like I would if you save at the same time and start the game at the same time, that's would affect it. But it was an easy fix. Huh. You would just have to go into cast and then hit the randomize button to get like random sims like a couple of times. I mm-hmm. thought it was 10 for some reason. I always counted to 10 and then went back, but it would shake up the genetic randomizer. There you go. And generally, it's a good step to do it before your sim gives birth. Like, if you don't have okay. to waste your time doing the genetic mix-up, you don't have to. But if your sim's about to go give birth, save the game, get out of the house, make a new sim, and just hit randomize a couple times and exit cast. You don't have to save that person. Hmm. And you shook up the genetics. Interesting. I'm uh, learning so much. We're going to introduce another scientific word because it's been... 10 minutes since we did that homogeneous genes meaning is if your sim has two genetics that they're carrying around for hair are both brown that's a homogeneous genes because they're the same gene because homo means same so same genes if they have the same they have the same gene like their hair is brown and brown and if your sim is made in casts they will have homogeneous genes for their hair will be brown if you make their hair brown the two uh, genes they'll be giving to their offspring will be brown no matter what they don't have any recessive genes <laughs> they just sure. have the dominant gene that they show okay that seems too <laughs> i mean there's a lot in sims mm-hmm. 2 for sure and i mean rightfully so we spent the majority of the episode on sims 2 we'll go uh, into the other two games but don't worry don't don't worry about <laughs> sims 3 you don't need to worry about sims 3 you really don't I was so mad. So mad. I mean, let's go. Let's do it. Because, I mean, unless there's anything more to say about two. I feel like we can touch back on the two yes. in the recap in the end. So go ahead. Yeah. Let's let's do the thing. So Sims 3, uh, it's much more simple. Uh, there's no more dominant or recessive genes. Uh, the game just kind of combines the features of the parents. Sometimes the game, grandparents are thrown in there to make a new Sim. Uh... So that would also include, because this is what made me rage quit Sims 3. So say your Sim technically has brown hair, but you do- while your Sim is pregnant, you're like, I'm going to give you pink hair for funsies, because I can. That color wheel. I'm going to give you, like, and then yellow high. I'm just going to make it look obnoxious, because I can. Uh, the child's born could come out with the pink hair that you dyed your Sim, your pregnant Sims hair with. No. For some reason, <laughs> because it's just matching the genetics at the time. Of yeah. Birth. And even in Sims 3, there was that stylist career where you could like it was a physical act to go mm-hmm. and change like an in-game change to hair. Mm-hmm. Like it, not just like you go in and you cheat into Cass and you change the hair. No, you could. There was a gameplay aspect that would let you meaningfully change a physical trait. But genetically, it would change, too. Yeah. So if you but if you just stupid. clicked on the mirror to change your hair. To dye it pink, your kid come out could come out with pink hair, no. and then I quit the game. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. I hate this. There's also this also this when I was doing the notes, I stopped and just stared at this because it's such an obnoxiously high number <laughs> that I got so mad. So there is a ten percent chance of your new baby, your new sim baby, pride and joy, of having features that no one in the family has. This is in Sims 3. Yeah, Sims 3. 10% chance of, like, 
blonde hair coming out of two dark haired two dark haired parents. Why ten percent? That's so high. <laughs> it's high and it's arbitrary. Like as we talked about with all the recessive genes, like a funky out there gene showing up in a child, not out of the question. Uh uh-uh. uh. But I feel like ten percent. Like after they did all this research with Sim Two, <laughs> and understood that like there's some complexities to how yeah. genes happen. For this one, they were like, eh, ten percent. Let's just give it a flat ten percent. Like, come on. There's there were mods that could tone that down because that's obnoxious. Hmm. Uh, this so Sims Three is where the skin tones could get blended. So if you had a, a super light tone skin and a super dark, they could come out in the middle. Okay. So this is when it started. It also could work if you had different colors. So if you had green skin, light green skin, and dark blue skin, you could make a baby with dark green skin or with light blue. You could just it could mix mix to match. And hmm. you could also pass down traits. So say uh, you're not you're you're happy playing your family and then you check in on uh, the turners down the road, uh, it could be that the sims that you're not playing could pass down traits. So the the cheerful trait could be like the dad has it. Now three of the children also are cheerful. I think it's up to you whether or not you want to do that in your own gameplay, but the, the system automatically passes down some traits sometimes. Hmm. There's a 50%. And hidden inherited traits can also come down because it, those hidden traits, there's like a 50% chance that a kid could inherit a hidden trait from their parent. Surprise. And guess what? That's it. That's everything. That's it. That's everything. We just covered all genetics in The Sims 3. That was five minutes. That was, it's been an hour on Sims 2 and five minutes in Sims 3. <laughs> that's how did that, how did that make you feel, Caitlin, <laughs> from a gameplay perspective? I... I, I, I told you this before, but I, I told Ava we were doing this from Team Cowplant, and I was like, do you want to defend your fave in this? And she went, no, I do not. And I was like, that's right, because it's trash. Yeah, there's really no defending it. I mean, it, it's, it's just bad. I mean, I think it's one of the top reasons I stan Sims 2. And mm-hmm. I haven't played Sims 2 in a long time, but in terms of like, it just had that personality. It had the the capability to tell stories. It had that the realism that wasn't like crazy realism, but realism enough to you could do better in your science class because of what you pick sure. on your exactly. Like, it's there, and just to kind of throw it away in the next installment was kind of irritating. To throw out like, mm-hmm. and I I understand each installment of the game will not be what the the one before it was but it feels like you made this a part of the game and since we're continuing the trend of you can have kids and you die of old age and the game goes on as you play more generations but you threw out the main factor of why we wanted to make generations in the first place yeah like one of the the fun features of being like oh look you got your grandparents eyes that's nice that's just gone gone made it a little more hollow for something I was looking for and expecting and I didn't get. I mean, it helps me because I didn't spend that much money on Sims 3, but... Speak for yourself. Because I went game. back to Sims... I went back to Sims 2. I was playing Sims 2 until Sims 4 came out. 
That would have been the smart move. My computer couldn't handle Sims 3. That was also the factor, but... <laughs> also same. It wasn't worth... Like, I didn't see... I didn't see... And also because I played... If I wasn't playing a Legacy, I played Rotational. And Sims 3, because the houses kept going without you <laughs> when you yes. left, mm-hmm. that ruined how I played. It kind of took out... Open every, world. Everything I took out, I liked. It took it out of Sims 3. It made other people's gameplay more enjoyable, but it wasn't worth it for me. Right. Just maybe I'll go back now that I can play differently. Now that I know how to play differently, sure. <laughs> I'm more flexible now. I have it on Origin. <laughs> I found. I looked and I was like, oh, I have like five packs on here. I don't remember buying these. Oh, there you go. Well, maybe. But well, did we get any of that good stuff back in four? Kind of. There's, abso- <laughs> there's absolutely no recessive genes in Sims 4. Like, there's, a- like, no, there's no, like, you can't inherit, like, because yeah. Sims 3 could sometimes pull in a grandparent gene, but Sims 4 will not. Like, you can't, unless, like, your parents have those gray eyes, you're not getting those gray eyes. Um, yeah. The features can range between just looking like exactly like the parent, or it's, they do a pretty good job of mixing the parents, I think, in the Sims 4. Like, they do a pretty good job blending. Sure. Of, sometimes they come out looking like carbon copies, but that's not always the case. Um, right. The, the skin tone, this is another one where it will blend the skin tone. So if it will do that before, so it'll blend it before you pick, it just picks a parent. So if one, if you have like a super dark skin tone and a light skin tone, it will blend the child. The child won't have a lighter dark skin tone. It'll have a middle, some middle ground. It'll be somewhere on the spectrum between yes. the lighter skinned parent and the darker skinned parent. Um, it's rare for to have the exact skin tone as a single parent, unless the parent has unnatural skin tone, like the vampire skin tone or the mermaid or alien skin tone. Then does custom content fall under that too? I'm betting custom content falls in. I okay. don't. It didn't go in depth with custom content as it did with Sims Two, but custom content probably falls within there as well. If it's an unnatural skin tone, it'll either have the natural skin tone or it'll pick one parent or the other because it won't blend as easily with the Maxis stuff right the hair this I've learned something at the hair stuff and it made more sense because mm-hmm. my 100 baby challenge mom has blue hair and this answered some questions <laughs> for me so if the parent sure. has natural hair colors the kid is 50 50 gonna get either of those hair colors like there's no dominant recessive it's pick one <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> if you say so, Maxis, <laughs> if you say so. If a parent has unnatural hair color, the kid may come out with hair color neither of the parents have, and it'll be a natural hair color. This answered why my blue-haired legacy found, not legacy, uh, 100 baby founder mom keeps having red-haired children. I did uh-huh. not understand <laughs> why that was happening. Now I do, because I, I wanted them to have blue hair, but I guess not. But this is new. Kids can actually inherit hair, inherit hair texture from their parents. So if a parent, if a kid has one parent with super straight white hair and another parent with um, Afro-textured black hair, the offspring could actually inherit the Afro-textured hair. Good job. Which is, which is new. And Good job, Sims. Yes. So I was like, oh my God, he recognized that this is a thing. I thought it came in on a patch. But I was looking for it and I couldn't find it. So I don't know if that came with Sims 4, if it was put in. 
I feel like it was put in because we did not have a lot of good black afro textured hairstyles. Yeah, that has to be a later edition because but I couldn't I, I find know. I couldn't find the patch. I looked, but I couldn't find it. But it, you would so if you but if you're one parent, you will get the hair color of the parent, which if you for this. So if you're straight hair, straight blonde hair, you'll get the blonde hair color as well. Okay. Um, ba, 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 ba. Eyes, uh, they'll usually be parents of one eye color. If They'll usually be one of the parents' eye color and shape, so you'll be getting pick one of your parents' eyes color and shape that's yours now. Except <laughs> they, they fuck something up. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, and patch number five... I did find this out when going. Oh my god! Going. What are we on now? Two hundred and seventy-eight. I think ninety-nine or something. Oh shit! Okay. Um. So this was released October first, two thousand fourteen. They introduced five new hair co- uh, eye colors. Five new eye colors. Uh, dark blue, dark blue hazel, gray brown hazel, olive green hazel, and purple. Hooray! Um. So these colors all shared the value coding wise of an eye color from the game before this patch so dark blue had the same value as gray and because they share the same value uh in the code a sim who was supposed to inherit the dark blue eyes from their dad could end up with gray eyes somehow hmm okay so they kind of fucked that up and i don't know if it's been fixed but that is still in the sims wiki as an issue so (laughs) that's a thing Patch five is also where we got ghosts and the BB sh- BB dot show hidden objects cheat came in, so uh, that's fun. I forget we didn't have ghosts originally. Oh God, yeah, the we rioted. Game, the base game was lacking a lot because yeah. I was going through the patch notes and going, "Yikes!" They had to add that in later. That's yeah, not great. Good ghosts, times. pools, toddlers. Oh jeez, we've been through it. If you've mm-hmm. been a fan of the sims as long as we have and if you're listening you probably have god it's just there's been so many changes over the years and i don't know i just i find it really interesting to see kind of what we how, had what they yeah what was prioritized over other stuff i guess yeah but that's genetics in this i hope we weren't too i was really i'm really worried about coming off confusing because it's actual science stuff <laughs> And it's kind of stuff. We keep doing topics and it's like, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> sit down and listen. You have your We're notebook gonna do out? a thing. Good. Get Google up. It was gonna help. We're gonna learn ya. Um, any final thoughts in terms of like, I don't know, play style and and how how genetics I mean, you were really passionate about this topic. And I yeah. know that this is, like, an important aspect of the game for you. So, I don't know. Do you want to talk a little bit about how how and why that is? I don't know why, when I first started playing this game, that's what interested me in it. I don't know if it's because I was at the age where we were learning about it. And I was like, oh, it's in here. And that's actually possible. And it's a very simplified version of real life. But, like, you can actually see it working or not. And it was just seeing that kind of how it got like let go little by little as the game went right. on. <laughs> well, a lot by a lot and then a little bit. Uh, it's like I understand why. Like I don't know how much coding this took up. I guess is also like Sims Three. It's very easy to see like open worlds and the color wheel 
bogged the game down, so we can't do that every time. I can see that right. and recognize it. I don't know how much coding the dominant recessive traits took up. Did it take up? I feel like it shouldn't take up a lot of space, but maybe it does. Maybe I, that's my color wheel. Maybe that's my, like, I don't care how much space it takes up. I just want it yeah. kind of a situation. It does add the fam- the family aspect. It adds more more stuff. It's very eloquent of me to put it. I mean, and when you think about Sims 3 had so much customization, you could do a color wheel for, mm-hmm. I think, hair Everything. tones, if not skin tones, right? Uh, Yeah, because I made my sim, my sims always ended up, they kind of always looked like Ariel, but like the hair, <laughs> like the tips were always a certain color, and then the highlights, you could do the yeah. roots, highlights. Oh god, that's right, you could, oh, and that's in real life was the the era of like really bold highlights and like yes. tiger stripe kelly clarkson yeah the rachel green oh god yeah so ah so interesting and i think that i don't know from having that much customization i think that's where we kind of had to lose the the complexity of genetics which is yeah. a shame but do you think we'll ever get a game back where it's got maybe a happy medium i don't no, I guess like I don't know how much they're listening. Mm. I don't know how much me want. Like I know that's what I want. And what I found most interesting about the a real life simulation game was real life genetics. I don't yeah. know if I'm one of the few, or this is a popular opinion that this is like. But almost everybody agrees that Sim- there's a large portion of like Sims Two and Sims Three have the biggest supporters, but. Sure. I don't know. Well, there's that grass is greener kind of idea. That's true. I don't know. I just... Go ahead. I don't think... I don't think they'll go back just because they don't seem to... They don't like looking back and they get mad when people do. (laughs) They... They want to make something new and different every time. And I know they can't put in what's the... What all the games previously had. Like we talked about in the computer episode... It would just bog the like the initial game would be so heavy, it wouldn't play if it had everything the other games had up right. until this point. But I I would really like to see it come back. It's Sims Two had the genetics and the uh, attraction meter thing are the two things from mm. Sims Two. I would absolutely love to see in every Sims game. It just made it easier. Made it seem like the Sims had more they were control of their own lives, even though I'm controlling them. They came out with certain things that I didn't need to pick for them. They just did it. They like, they were this way with or without me. Yeah. No. And I think the idea that, um, genetics and, and sort of looking into your biological history, your ancestry is kind of popular. I don't know how they could, you know, put it back into four right now, but maybe it's something they look at, for for future versions just because it is such an interesting topic it's so popular it's it's helping to solve Mm -hmm. crimes right now I mean it's it's a big part of how I identify you know myself as someone who not only has mental illness but mental illness a history of mental illness in my family so it's it's kind of that's all part of someone's story um that's not to say you're your blood family is more important than your found family or your chosen family. Um, But it is all part of 
it can be part of someone's story. And when you're playing The Sims, it's it's kind of interesting to take all of that into account. I mean, you've got uh, Ophelia and Olive, you know, they're, Olive is Ophelia's grandmother or, or granddaughter. Yeah, it's like great aunt or something. And just the the genetics and the the inter uh, the the relationships genetically in Sims Two lent so much to the storytelling. Listen to our Stranger Strange Town episode. Entirety of Veronaville is like these two oh, families, yeah. and like there are recessive mm-hmm. like even one side like one side the Julie Julie is it Julie the Capulets all the had Capulets, recessive Jews on that side, and then the Montagues all had dominant black they all like it was just they also did that dynamic too of like these two and so they would come together and it would be a thing but they had family histories and people were the fun part of the Mm -hmm. background of sims 2 is they're actually their family their their families and their family's histories yeah the family also were not in the initial game they had to add that when i was looking through when i yeah when i was looking through the patches i was like oh look they just added family trees in this time Fun fact, Sims Wiki also, they have every single patch note. So one through, you can go find them. (laughs) Maybe we'll do like a greatest hits episode of all the patch notes at some point. They do have some really funny ones. Just be like, okay, we're going to go read this patch note. (laughs) Like, we didn't get this till this year. Jesus, Maxis. They're doing their Kanye best. They're doing their Kanye best. And we are here to accept them and and see whatever this game brings. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say we. We're watching. I, I think it was we're here, we're watching, we're listening and I think Jane said it best in chat recently. You know what? I'm going to throw all my money at this anyway. They know. <laughs> Listen. I'm just going to throw money at this. But I will say I wonder how hard it would be for them to do genetic stuff now that there are more than four skin tones. Now that they're like however many eye colors you can have. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying with three. Like, once we got to that level of customization, like, that makes but it also, so complicated. But also, you could still do, like, Sim, if they have, like, I guess with Sims 4 now, it said, like, if you have an unnatural hair color, they would do this. And it'd be like, you could have had these set as natural hair colors and these as unnatural. Yeah, sort of like an if-then statement um, in terms of coding logic, which, again, I am not an expert in. But if you are, if you're listening, if you're shaking your fist at the at, at your headphones, um, please let us know. Please contact us. We want to – I mean, I would love personally to do an episode with someone who either studied this or has or is in this field um, or even just someone who knows more about the science of genetics and genealogy – um, I think that'd be really mm-hmm. interesting to showcase on the show. So if that's you, let us know. We know what we know, and that's about it. Yeah. Anything else to say before I let the people know where they can reach out oh, to us? No. <laughs> okay. So reach out to us. Uh, we are Plum Bob Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We are Plum Bob Podcast on Reddit. We are under the Plum Bob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr, and our website is under the uh, There's a contact form there if you just want to tippity tap your keys into that uh, field, uh, or you can just email us on the regular at under the Plum Bob Podcast at gmail.com. 
subscribe to us on all the things. We could really use your your reviews as honest as they are. <laughs> yes. We want the feedback. We're still learning. We're still trying to grow. Um, please, you know, tell us how how we're doing. Um, and, you know, make sure you're subscribed on all the things because we are kind of undergoing some some maintenance and some we're doing some optimizing and we want to make sure that you can hear all of our episodes. Um, so definitely check that you're subscribed. Um, Caitlin, thank you so much for this episode. The writing credit goes to you because you kind of put together this whole science fair project and I just kind of stood in the back and went, what she, what she said. Yeah, her. I agree. <laughs> but the fun part about this is instead of like the seventh grade one, I could drink while I did this and get met and get over just be like, oh, right? this is why I didn't like this. I remember angry click. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a big thank you, as always, to some of the fan sites we Sims utilized. Um, I yep. looked up Gregor Mendel on, yes, on the Sims Wiki, the Sims fandom, um, Wikipedia, yes. good old Wikipedia. Please donate to Wikipedia. Um, so they stopped <laughs> telling me to donate to them. Uh, <laughs> they need it. Um, shout out to Glarn Curious. Just, you know, you're the man. Ah, oh, Glarno Curioso. <laughs> um, that's his name in Brazilian Portuguese. Uh, and thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out uh, during this pseudoscience project we just read through. Uh, it was really fun. So thanks for, for joining us. And uh, if it helps, we I don't think we can do a math class. So we might be done with the different classes for a little bit. <laughs> we're going to teach coding logic with IT boyfriend. No. He, what am I saying? He doesn't code. Um, yeah. So thank you again for tuning in. Wash Save your, your game. Oh, wash your hands. Wear your mask. And thank you so much for listening. We are off to the real world. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.